Thus I shall, I shall too be peaceful. Translation, please repeat. The Supreme Personality of Godhead, the Supreme Personality of Godhead has given up his natural tendency of equality toward the demigods and the demons. Although he is a supreme person, now influenced by Maya, he has assumed the form of a boar to please his devotees, the demigods, just as a restless child leans toward someone. I shall therefore sever Lord Vishnu's head from his trunk by my trident and with the profuse blood from his body I shall please my brother Hiranyaksha who was so fond of sucking blood. Thus shall I too be peaceful. Hmm. Purport by His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami, Sri La Prabhupada. Yeah. The defect of the demoniac mentality is expressed in this verse very clearly. Ibrandi Kashipu thought the Vishnu becomes partial, like a child whose mind is not steady or resolute. The Lord can change his mind at any time. Hiranyakashipu thought, and therefore his words, therefore his words and activities are like those of children. Actually, because the de demons are ordinary human beings, their minds change, and being materially conditioned, <clears throat> they think that the supreme personality of God is conditioned also. As the Lord says in Bhagavad Gita, chapter nine, verse eleven. Abhijananti mamuda manusin tanumasritam. Fools deride me when I descend in a human form. Demons always think that Vishnu can be killed. Therefore, being absorbed in thoughts of Vishnu's form to kill him, at least they have an opportunity to think of Vishnu unfavorably. Although they are not devotees, their thinking of Vishnu is effective. And thus, they generally attain the Sayuja Mukti, because the demons consider the Supreme Lord an ordinary living being, they think they can also kill the Lord, uh, kill Lord Vishnu, as one might kill an ordinary person. Another fact disclosed herein is that the demons are very much fond of sucking blood. Indeed, all of them are meat-eaters and blood-suckers. Hmm? Irani Kashipu accused the Supreme Lord of having a restless mind like that of a small child who can be induced to do anything if simply offered some cakes and lettuce. Indirectly, this indicates the true position of the Supreme Personality of Godhead who says in Bhagavad Gita chapter 9 verse 26, Patram Pusvam Palam Toyam Yome Bhaktiya Priyachati if one offers me with love and devotion a leaf, a flower, fruit, or water, I will accept it. The Lord accepts the offering of devotees because of their transcendental love. 
because they are in love with the Supreme Lord, they do not eat anything without offering it first to the Lord. The Lord does not hanker for a small leaf or flower. He has enough to eat. Indeed, He is feeding all living entities. Nonetheless, because He is very merciful and is bhaktavatsala, very favorable to the devotees, He certainly eats whatever they offer to Him with love and devotion. This quality should not be misjudged to be childish. The highest quality of the Supreme Lord is that He is bhaktavatsala. In other words, He he is always extremely pleased with his devotees. As for the word maya, when used in reference to the dealings of the Supreme Personality of Godhead and his devotees, this word means affection. The actions of the Lord to favor his devotees are not disqualification, but signs of his natural affection. As for Ridara, or the blood of Lord Vishnu, since there is no possibility of severing Lord Vishnu's head from his body, there is no question of blood. But the garlands that decorate the Vishnu's body is the garland that decorates Lord Vishnu's body is as red as blood. When the demons achieve Sayuja Mukti and leave behind their simple activities, they are blessed by Lord Vishnu's garland, which is red like blood. After attaining Sayuja Mukti, the demons are sometimes promoted to the Vaikuntha world where they receive the war, reward of the Lord's garland prasad. Hmm. Tasya chakras bhavasya vrinirmaya manokasa pajantam bhajamanasya bhavasyeva tiratmana machchula vinagrivasya the Supreme Personality of Godhead has given up his natural tendency of equality toward the demons and the demigods. Although he is a Supreme Person, now influenced by Maya, he has assumed the form of a boar to please his devotees, the demigods, just as a restless child leans towards someone. I shall therefore sever Lord Vishnu's head from his trunk by my trident, and with the profuse blood from his body, I shall please my brother Hiranyaksha, who was so fond of sucking blood. Thus shall I too be peaceful. Sri Chaitanya Manubhistam Tapitam Dena Bhutale Sayam Rupa Kadamayam Tisvapadam Dhyam Jai Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Sri Advaita Gadadhara Sri Gaur Bhaktarinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare So here we're uh, hearing the words of Hiranyakashibu. Hiranyaksha has been killed by Lord Brahma. So he's very angry and trying to comfort all the relatives. 
And so Prabhupada said, this is the tendency of the demon. They think the Lord is also influenced by Maya. But here Prabhupada explains that this Maya that the Lord has for his devotees, that means affection. So the Lord is never uh, affected by Maya. But the demons always think the Lord is just like them. He's also affected by Maya. Just see how childish he's come, become. Uh, just like uh, Lord Indra, of course he's not a demon, but anyway, he used the same words about Krishna. Hmm? Why are they listening to this childish fellow? Hmm? Uh, he's uh, the lowest of mankind. He... Uh, so many things he said, I can remember right now. Uh, but Biswanath Chakravarti Thakur points out that we look at the uh, words from a different angle. Uh, childish means that he's innocent. Just like a child is very innocent. He's innocent and pure. Uh, uh, he's very talkative. Uh, but from this, another view, a Sanskrit means that whatever he says, people will always talk. Hmm? Just like 5,000 years ago, Krishna spoke Bhagavad Gita. Uh, uh, and still, 5,000 years later, we're speaking this, the same things. Hmm? Uh, speaking, singing the same verses. Whatever Krishna speaks will always be spoken. Uh, anyway, he gave so many insults. Uh, he also said this childish. Because uh, he's thinking the Lord is just like him. That he's partial. Although the Lord is declared in Bhagavad Gita, Samoham Sarvabhuteshu. I'm equal to everyone. But the demons are interpreting this favor for the devotees to be Lord's partiality. Where Papa says, just like the sun is there, giving light for everyone. If we take advantage of the sun, we go outside and we take advantage of the sun, we get vitamin D and we get so many nice uh, benefits. But if we stay inside the cave, uh, what is the benefit that we can get from the sun? So is the sun partial? No, it is our uh, taking advantage of his of the sun that is partial. Mm? Uh, the demons they don't like to worship the Lord, so they run away. Mm? Uh, here also says they're thinking of the Lord, uh, just like uh, themselves, uh, that we can kill him. Hiranandikarani mm? Kashipu is threatening that I will cut off the heads of the Lord, the Lord's head, you know, and with all the blood I will do tarpan. Uh, I will please my brother. But Prabhupada explains that actually this thinking of the demons, even though it is unfavorable, it still benefits them. Hmm? Just like uh, in the tenth canto we read about Kants. Hmm? He was always thinking of Krishna. Hmm? Actually, I'm envious of Kants. 24 hours a day he was thinking of Krishna. Hmm? Even his servant brought some water, nice silver glass, shiny glass, silver tray, reflecting all the colors of the palace. And Kans saw something very shiny and something very colorful is coming. He said, guards, guards, kill him, dus, dus, that dus Krishna has come, that rascal Krishna has come, kill him, kill him. The servant says, Are Maharaj, I simply brought some water. Kans sees so Krishna conscious, even seeing water he sees Krishna. Just like you all come to Vrindavan, huh? 
And I think the first word that our foreign devotees learn in Hindi, Pani. We're always like, oh, Prabhu, where's Pani? <laughs> but Khan seeing Pani, he was seeing Krishna. His cook made a nice feast, nice uh, red tomato chutney and orange carrot halava and nice green palak paneer, spinach paneer sabji and nice, uh, so many nice things. He even put uh, turmeric in the puri, so like beautiful yellow puris were there. So he put in a nice silver thali with silver katoris. Uh, he brought it to uh, uh, Kant's. And Khan saw something colorful and something shiny. That dust has come, that rascal come, Krishna, kill him, kill him, kill him. Even seeing his food, Kamsa was seeing Krishna. Now tell me the truth. On Sunday feast, when you see that big Golub Jaman sitting in your plate, do you think of Krishna? Such bull. <laughs> but Khan he saw Krishna Kaja, even seeing his food, he's seeing Krishna. He has two wives, Asti and Prati, huh? the daughters of Jarasana. Huh? They decorated themselves very nicely, nice mukut, nice colorful sari, huh? and they came before their Lord. Huh? And he looked up and he said, Guards, guards, both have come. Krishna and Balaram both have come. Kill them, kill them, kill them. Hare Maharaj, is us your wives? <laughs> Such well, tell me the truth. When you see your wife, do you see Krishna? <laughs> but Kant even seeing his wife, he's seeing Krishna. He's so Krishna conscious. But he was thinking unfavorably. He wants to kill Krishna. But still, Prabhupada explains you, the demons, they become liberated. Even, they're just, even though they're thinking of Krishna unfavorably, because we know that, because uh, although Kant is very Krishna conscious, is Krishna consciousness considered bhakti? Arupa Goswami is told very clearly, Anukulyena Krishna Anushilanam that we should think of Krishna Anukul, favorably. But Kansa is thinking of Krishna Pratikul, he wants to kill Krishna. Still he got liberation. Described even the, the Maya bodies and the impersonal, they all get the Sayuja Mukti. Here Prabhupada explains sometimes uh, by some special mercy they get some prasad from the devotee from Krishna and uh, they're able to achieve by mm. Just like this Putana, <laughs> she came to kill Krishna. Mm. But in her previous lifetime, she was the daughter of Bali Maharaj. And when she saw Baman Maharaj uh, come in the court, she was so attracted, she said, who is that fortunate woman who bore this child from her womb uh, and suckled him by her own breast? Who is that fortunate lady? If I ever got a child like this, I would suckle him from my breast. You know? Then when she saw her father arrested by the ropes of Varuna, she said, yes, and if I got such a child, I would kill him. So Krishna noted down in his, his iPod, iPod <laughs> so, although she came to kill Krishna, she came to offer some milk. So Krishna accepted that she, that she offered some milk, she did some service. So he took, huh? so although she was finished off, 
Jiva Goswami explains she actually attained liberation up to Golok. He says, like a mother. Like a mother means a nurse. So she became a nurse in Golok. But due to her offense, she doesn't get any direct service. She has a special uh, type of mukti taking the form of the devotee. Uh, uh, but she doesn't get any direct service. Uh. So even though she was uh, unfavorable, still there was some, at one point there was some favorable thing. I like to uh, suckle this child. So Krishna noted that down. Mm. So Prabhupada explains here that Krishna, he's not, not that he's partial to the demigods. This is not maya, Prabhupada said, this is affection. Krishna has patram pusam poila papalam toy mihome bhakti leaf, a flower, some water, some fruit. Krishna's not in need of anything. Prabhupada said he's feeding all living entities. But just like little boy, it's his father's birthday. So he goes to his mother. And he asks mother, let's go to the store and buy some gift for father. Actually, the father has earned the money. He's worked very hard and earned the money. And the Matajis are very expert somehow or other to get that money from the father, from the pita. <laughs> so he knows that. So he says, Mata, let's go to the store and buy some nice gift for father. So factually, the father has bought the gift himself because it's his money. So he himself has bought a gift for himself. But the child comes and gives him this beautiful tie. Oh, he feels so happy. He puts the tie on. He, he, he thanks his son so profusely. It's not the color he likes. He'll never going to wear it again. But he feels so happy. Like that, because she doesn't need anything. But he sees when we're trying to offer something with love to him, then he accepts. Because it's offered with love. Just like we were discussing the other days. Sanada Goswami was offering this old dry bati hmm, without even any salt. Hmm. But Prabhupada explained because Krishna, because devotees, Sanada Goswami is offering with love. Krishna eat this old dry bati with no salt. Hmm. Krishna is not in need of anything. Huh? Huh? But he appreciates that we act with love. Because hmm. this is the way we can. Huh? Conquer Krishna. Hmm. Uh, Prabhupada Krishna's name is Ajit. Hmm. Uh, Ajita, uh, who can't be conquered. Hmm. But there's one nice verse in the 10th canto in the uh, that, uh, chapter 14, I think, Lord Brahma's prayers. All these prayers are very important. They're cited again and again by our Goswamis. Uh, and because uh, um, who is it? Uh, Lord and Ramananda Roy are discussing. And Lord is taking the position of a uh, a simple bhakti who doesn't understand anything. And he says, What is the goal of life and how to achieve it? Uh, so Ramananda Roy says, Whatever you whatever I'm just a puppet in your hand, whatever you're speaking, I'm just speaking. Whatever you're making me speak, I'm speaking. And then he cited so many slokas from the Shastra, from Srimad Bhagavatam, that you have to follow the Banashram system. Mahaprabhu said, no, this is eho bhaiya, this is external. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, then he offered so many things. Finally, even uh, offered our most favorite verse in Bhagavad Gita. Every devotee knows backwards, forwards, even in sleep you can pinch him. It's what is that verse that they teach us? Sarvadaram parichaja mahamikam saranam Even in our sleep we'll speak it. Hmm? Mahaprabhu said, no. Go further. This is our favorite verse. Mahaprabhu said, no. Then he quoted this verse from a 14th chapter of 10th canto, Lord Brahma. Jnanam prayasam mudapasya namandeva jivandi sanmukaritam bhavadi bhartam sthane sita shrutikatam tanuvan manobir ye prayaso jita jipotasetai strilokyam he says, if somebody gives up this jnanam karma, jnanam prayasam kudapasya, Prabhupada, in his lecture, he said, kudapasya means kick it out. You kick out this jnana karma. Jnanam prayas, prayas means attempt. You kick out this attempt. Jnanam prayasam kudapasya namandeva jivanti sanmukaritam. Somehow in Sanskrit, if a a T comes before uh, M or N, then it also becomes an end. So the actual word is Sat. Sat is a name for the devotee because he's always speaking Satya, the truth. Sat Mukaritam. From the mouths of the devotees, Sat Mukaritam, Bhavadiya Bhartam. In Hindi, Bhartam means you know, to chat. It's like everybody's busy on WhatsApp and messenger and so many things, chatting and chatting. Yeah? But Lord Brahma says, Bhavadiyavarta. If somebody hears from the mouths of the pure devotees, uh, chats all about you, Bhavadiyavarta talks about you. He's talking, he's addressing Lord Krishna. Yeah? It talks about you. Then even though Krishna is Ajita, hmm? Jivanti sanmukaritam bhavadiyavartam stani tita. Even if he just stays in his place, not that he has to give up his family and go to the mountains and, and perform tapasya, stani tita shrutikatam, but he goes on hearing. Then that person who is ajita, taistrilokam, in all the three worlds, he's ajita. I can hear it on the tape, Prabhupada. On the, on the recording, now we don't have tapes. <laughs> recording, huh? Prabhupada saying, huh? Krishna is Ajita, uh, unconquerable. Anyone can conquer God? No, no one can conquer God, he said. But if somebody goes on hearing, doesn't change his position, but he goes on hearing from the mouths of the pure devotees about the Lord, then that Lord becomes Jita, he becomes conquered. So yes, you can conquer God by this simple process. Is even if you don't practice, if you just go on hearing, or the more you practice, the more you bring the practice into your life, the faster the realization will come. And practically see, if somebody doesn't practice, then gradually they'll lose the taste for hearing. But just even just go on hearing without practicing, still uh, you will get Krishna's mercy. So we can conquer, Krishna becomes conquered. Huh? Actually, it's that everybody's busy on WhatsApp and Messenger and Telegram and whatever there is. I don't even know all these things anymore. Huh? I'm too old to keep up with all these things. <laughs> but somebody actually sits down 
and hears about Krishna, he's shocked. <gasps> he becomes stunned and the devotee can conquer him. <laughs> Everybody's talking about something, chatting away like anything, but nobody's talking about me. But this person sat down and listened to someone talking about me. <gasps> the Krishna becomes conquered by that person. <laughs> So now we're going to hear, this is one of our favorite, um, as soon as I heard we're in seventh canto, I know that how that means Prahlad Maharaj. Because uh, for all the devotees, this is one of the favorite pastimes. Actually in Chaitanya Mangala, it said that this pastime of Prahlad Maharaj and the pastime of Dhruva Maharaj, uh, Mahaprabhu heard a hundred times. Hmm? We always hear he was talking about the, the intimate association with the gopis and this and that. But Chaitanya Mangala says, hundred times he heard about Dhruva Maharaj and Prahlad Maharaj. Because we'll see how uh, uh, Prahlad Maharaj, simply he heard in the womb. This is why it's so important. After seven months, the Shastra says, the child becomes conscious. So it's very important for the ladies to uh, chant and read out loud. You know, so the child will hear all these things. Just by hearing the womb, he became huh, one of the Mahajans, Prahlad Maharaj. Huh? So this is one of the favorite, favorite of Mahaprabhu, favorite of all the devotees. Hmm? In fact, when I first came to the temple, I, the devotee who made me a devotee was Bhavananda, and I was arguing with him. First, you know, and so I told him, oh, Bhavananda, it's an all-talking nonsense. Because that was our conclusion. We'd always you know, speculated the speed of mind, you know, with some little spice to add it, uh, speculate even further. And we speculated the speed of mind and we come to the conclusion, it's beyond words. And then we look at each other, then why did you say that? We go, there's nothing to be said. Then why did you say that? <laughs> We're always running up against this brick wall trying to understand the truth. That was our goal. So I told Baba, it's not talking nonsense. He said, yes, unless you're chanting Hare Krishna or you're talking about Krishna. And I said, wow. I just felt like, you know, we brought this lump of coal that we carved it a little bit and we showed it to Baba Nanda and he took it with a hammer and went bang and pulled out this diamond that was inside. This is perfect because I knew I wasn't going to stop talking. Even before I was a devotee, people told me, you don't... You don't tell stories, you tell movies. <laughs> so I knew I wasn't going to stop talking. <laughs> so we can talk about Krishna. In fact, that was the first pastime I heard about Hiranyakashipu and, and Prahlad Maharaj. And so anybody who first came to the temple, then I would just drag them to the picture of Hiranyakashipu, you know, <laughs> and start telling the story. I didn't know what they thought, but that was the only story I knew. So, <laughs> so this is one of our uh, favorite uh, portions of Srimad Bhagavatam hearing all about Prahlad Maharaj. Mm. So, today is uh, Akadasi, so we wish you all a happy Akadasi today. And there's very special pastime that happened on Akadasi. Anybody ever been to Bahulavan? Just a couple, huh? 
Actually, it's closest for us to our temple in Vrindavan. But we don't often go there. But Brajbrana Prakama goes there. Sometimes uh, I will take somebody there. It's just down the... You go over the Radhakun Bridge, and then you turn back uh, beside the bridge, and before you come to the railway crossing, you take this little road and through the villages, and then fields, and then you come to Bahulavan. It's named after a cow named Bahula. Actually, to understand, we have to go uh, way up to the demigods. They were all watching some performance by two Gandharvas named Uhu and Aha. Actually, Shastra says Uhu and Aha, that was their names. So they were doing some performance for all the demigods, and at that time, which Rishi? Pipalayan Rishi came along with Narad Muni. So all the demigods stood up and offered respects, except for Hugu and Aha. So Pipalayan Rishi, he became very angry. I don't know, these Rishis, and I've met so many sadhus in Braj, huh? completely renounced, no greed. You put that 2,000 rupee note in front of their face, they don't want to see it. I bring all these nice what, Russian girls on Prikama, they don't even know, no lust. But due to some tiny mistake, they become so angry. <laughs> huh? There's lust or greed you can control a little bit, but this anger, that's a hard one. Huh? So he said, you're just like animals. Huh? You don't know how to uh, show respect to a rishi. Therefore you should go to the earth huh, and become, an an become animals. And who said, wait a minute, you're Trikalagya. You can see past, present, and future. You sit in meditation and see if within our hearts we did not pay sastang pranam, dandavats to you. We were busy doing our performance, so within our hearts we paid our dandavats. So he sat, then he saw that actually it was true. He said, well, I can't, now I've cursed, I can't take back the curse. This is why anger is very must control it. It's very, it creates so many problems. So anyway, I will also go to the earth. And this Narad Muni, he didn't stop me from cursing him. He will also go. Earth was witness, so she will also go. <laughs> so the earth became a cow named Bahulan. And the forest is named Bahulavan. So, and Bahula, she was very, very big and pregnant. And one day a Kadasi came. And she was a very pious cow. She decided to do a nirjal, not even a drop of water. We don't recommend this for the ladies, but anyway, if you're pregnant, you shouldn't do like this. But anyway, she did. So, uh, not a single drop of water, whole day and whole night. Mm -hmm. That early in the morning at Dwadasi day, she gave birth to her calf. A whole day without a drop of water, a whole night without a drop of water. Now she just went through childbirth. She was so thirsty. Without even feeding milk to her calf, because that first milk is very important for the calf. Even the commercial dairies, as much as they want to squeeze money out of everything, that first milk is not fit for human consumption. Uh, we, in English we call cholesterol. I don't know what it is in Hindi, but anyway, cholesterol. 
It's only meant for the calf with all kinds of vitamins and minerals and probiotics. We make all types of antibiotics, but nature makes probiotics to make the calf very strong and healthy. So she just was so thirsty, she just went off looking for water. And uh, I don't know if you have Discovery Channel down here, but or National Geographic, you've seen the predators, where do they hang out? Huh? They hide near the water hole. Hmm? And some innocent animal comes and they jump out. So she drink, went to drink water, so this big lion jumped out. <laughs> now lions, we know they're very ferocious. Huh? But somehow they had this reputation for being very noble. Hmm? So she bowed down to that, port, that lion and said, look, uh, I haven't fed my first milk to my calf. Please let me go. I promise, cross my heart, hope to die. Uh, uh, I will come back uh, as soon as I feed my calf. So the lion, he was very noble. He's all right, uh, but make it quick. Uh, meanwhile, I'll do my Facebook. <laughs> so she went off to feed her calf. And she was feeding her calf and she was crying. And the uh, calf said, Mata, Mata, why are you crying? He says, Lala, this is the last time I will see you. Why is that? Then she told him everything. Hmm? He said, no, no, how can my mother die? The one who gave me life, how can she die before my eyes? No, no, I will go, let the lion eat me. He said, no, no, I'm an old cow, I've lived for so long. You have your whole life in front of you, I will go. No, 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 they were both arguing like this. Then the coward boy came. He saw this argument was going on. When he understood, he said, no, no, my cow has given me milk throughout my whole life. Uh, how can she die? I will go. Let the lion eat me. No, no, my coward boy has, has treated me so kindly throughout the life. How can he, uh, how can I see him go? No, 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 I will go. Uh, then the cow was saying, no, no, I will go. So all three of them went. So lion, he was there. All of a sudden he looked up. He was only expecting one, and three is coming. Everybody said, no, no, eat me. No, no, eat, please eat me. No, no, please eat me. Hmm? Uh, we just see in previous ages how noble people were. Hmm? If there's some difficult thing, it's, we got some way to get out. Yeah, yeah, you go. <laughs> so they were all begging like this. Suddenly, Sri Krishna appeared on the scene and played on his wounds. As soon as he played on his flute, everyone realized their original identity. The cow was Mother Earth, uh, the calf was uh, 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 Uhu, and the cowherd boy was uh, Narguni, uh, and Pipalaya Narishi was, uh, he was, a, he was the cowherd boy, so I'm getting up. Anyway, all of their original identities were revealed. So if you go there to Bhulavan, there's a nice kund, and the government has made it all. Because the first time I went, it was just you know filled with buffaloes and all kinds of green algae and very ugly. You know, but now the government has made it nice uh, rock boundary all around. You can you know buffaloes and things can't go inside. A very beautiful kund. On the opposite side, there's some steps down to the nice god, down to the kun, and then there's a little tiny shrine there, and there's a nice little plaque on the marble 
great big marble, not you know, marble plaque, and you see the lion, you see the cow, you see the coward boy, you see the calf. Everything is there, nice little temple. But upstairs is a little temple of Bahulavan Bihari. Bahulavan Bihari. Just before we started on this journey, I took my very dear god brother Yadubar, who has brought us all these wonderful films of Prabhupada. I took him there. He said, Dinamandu, thank you so much. This is such an amazing place. No beep beep, ah ah, beep beep, ah ah. <laughs> it's just so peaceful and quiet there. Uh, and so sweet place. So this is a special story for the Kadasi. So anybody has any questions or comments? Oh, yes. We got a message today that I don't know what is CICU, but he said, Popa Krishna Maharaj is in CICU because he's complaining of some breathlessness so, in Fortis, the most advanced hospital in, in Delhi. And so we should all keep him in our prayers. That's they don't know what's the matter, but they're keeping there from under observation. It has something to do with his heart condition. So, Fortis is the most advanced heart hospital in Delhi, so we should keep Gopakrishna Maharaj in our prayers. So, any questions? Thank you for the nice class. Here in the translation, it explains how. That's the mentality of the demons, is that they see Krishna as the Supreme Personality of Godhead, but then they still see him, they still think that they're going to kill him, uh, and they still think that they're going to, you know, uh, uh, that then he's covered by Maya. Mm -hmm. So, how, so, like, many of the, at least the, the demons in those ages, they, they're quite learning, and, uh, and they understood Krishna as the Supreme Personality of Godhead. How is it that they, they can't understand? Because Avijananti uh, Maam Muda, they're Mudas, they're fools, so they can't understand. Even though they, uh, uh, he's saying that I will uh, kill Lord Vishnu, but Lord Vishnu can never be killed. And they're just, they're fools. There's, uh, Bhagavad Gita explains, Ritagyana. Their knowledge is twisted by lust, so they can't understand. It's right in front of their eyes, just like. Uh, it's, if anybody is a little thoughtful, they can think about it, that there must be a God. How, you know, we like, you know, we're, we're very anxious to get a nice car, you know, but somebody, there's somebody behind that car, somebody designed everything all the way down to the little screw, and, you know, here and there, and somebody designed, you know, the, the color and the shape, and somebody designed everything, it just didn't happen by accident. So this material world is running on so uh, 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 amazingly. Uh, it didn't happen just by accident. Anybody with a little intelligence can understand. But still, atheists, they'll just, even you present, of course, nobody can prove by imp empiricism that God exists. But it just makes sense. 
that the atheists do the bridge um, um, again. Their knowledge is twisted. They can't understand. So everybody here, Hiranikesh Prabhu, to give all nice uh, instructions to his his relatives that don't worry anyway. The soul. Uh, uh, can never be killed, he takes another body and shouldn't be grieved over this guy. We will see how learned Narendra was still he, uh, thinking he can kill Lord Vishnu. Actually, we can prove that God exists because God means the absolute truth. So, if the statement that God does not exist is absolutely true, then absolute truth exists. Because <laughs> only, only God is the authority in whether, whether, whether God is there or not. It's always amazing to see how much knowledge the demons, even Ravana, he had so much knowledge. But in Madhuri Kadamani, Vishnu uh, uh, Chakravarti says, even though Ravana and Hiranyakashipu, they were so learned, uh, nobody uh, is praising them. So even though Ravana was a Brahmin, he's not praised. <laughs> their knowledge is stolen by illusion. They would just stubbornly refuse to accept the existence of God. So we just give them prasada <laughs> and chanting. I remember who was it? Yasodhananda Maharaj. He first he was he would go to the uh, Toronto Temple for the Sunday feast. Huh? And he just loved, he would chant like a madman. And then they bring a big plate of prasad. And somebody would sit down and say, Don't talk to me. Hmm? Just give me more sweet rice. And bring some more of that halal. <laughs> and somehow he became a devotee. <laughs> he said, Don't talk about this God nonsense. Just bring me more sweet rice and some more of that halal. <laughs> So he would chant like a man, he loved the chanting, he loved the prasad. <laughs> and somehow that convinced him. <laughs> yes? Thank you for your wonderful class. I wanted to ask one question. Uh, many times we hear that Krishna is not a Siddhanta, the pillar of the different body, but we don't often read about his pastime. Mm. Can you please share that pastime? Oh, now I have to go way back. Oh, one thing we forgot was everybody, we told about who, who became the lion. So everybody asked, what happened to Haha? He was the crocodile in Gajendra Mokshila. <laughs> so, you caught me off guard. I can't remember the, there's some, there's some story. You know the, the story about Madhu, Madhu Daichan? Was he the one who was hiding in the ocean or something? Uh, 
I have to research my COVID ruined memory. <laughs> I, <can't just laughs> I know some past time is there, but I can't remember. Prabhupada said that even just like the newspaper prints these Hare Krishnas are bad. It's still Hare Krishna is there, they'll be get benefited. <laughs> it's like when I was we went to open a temple in Dallas, Texas. There was temples on the East Coast, there's temples on the West Coast, and we went out in the middle of Texas. Uh, where there's cowboys, but not the ones like we like. But anyway. There was one black Christian preacher used to come up to us hmm? and he would just yell and scream and then I'd be chanting and he'd come right in front of me Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna and I'd just go like that and he would chant louder Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna actually I think he was getting attached every day he came and he'd just go oh, Hare Krishna <laughs> he just Give them nice prasad and be nice to them, that's all. It's like as soon as we become devotees, first, you know, from Western culture, anyway, we try to, we want, you know, to give Krishna consciousness to our mother and father and help make them understand. But to try to preach your mother and father is practically, you know, Western civilization is practically impossible. You just tell them, I'm happy, I'm getting nice food, see how healthy I am. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> you just tell them, you should come, at least come for the feast and see how nice the food is. Because <laughs> when, I, when I came first time to Australia, I landed in Melbourne. And uh, the guy at immigration, he said, so, so why have you come here? I said, I'm going to visit all the Hare Krishna temples in in Australia. He said, oh, yeah, we have one here in Melbourne, don't we? I said, yeah. He said, you know, the best thing about the Hare Krishnas, the food. <laughs> <laughs> that was my welcome to Australia. <laughs> <laughs> so just keep giving them a little if you come on Sunday, you get, you get a whole bunch of, you get a nice feast like this. But even your Sotananda, he just would, don't speak to me about this, God. Just give me some more sweet rice.
Okay, if there's no more questions, we can fall down to the very soft and wonderful lotus feet of that great personality who's given this wonderful story of Prahlad Maharaj. See the Prabhupada Ki. Something always there. <laughs> yeah. Actually, that that was uh, Yogi government. They, you know, the temple I made and everything, but all the walls and everything during lockdown, the government. Some of it I like the walls and everything. And the, 